The scene before you is one of violence, chaos, contempt, rage, and hatred. Blood, gallons upon gallons, buckets of it, pouring from the wounds delivered to one John O of John O cereal. Above his very disturbingly destroyed corpse stands one John of John's. You thought you were gonna sponsor my podcast? Nobody sponsors my podcast. Nobody sponsors my podcast. Nobody. John pulls out his cell phone. On it, three phone numbers in his contacts list are strewn about the screen. One is the main branch of John's, the other, the sub branch of John's, and a third, former Vice President Dick Cheney. He dials the number of former Vice President Dick Cheney, reporting the deed that has been done. Yo, what? It's Dick. What? It's John. Ah, shit. You didn't die. John's never gonna die. Alright, fuck. I'm assuming you killed him then? Yeah. 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 John's growl reverberated throughout the entirety of the surrounding area. The entirety of downtown Detroit, which was where Jono based his operations, shook with his rage. All right, all right, all right, calm down. All right, you got what you needed there. You need the next thing? Yeah. Yeah, I need the next thing. Tell me where they're at. All right. The cast of Insert Title here I located at... Welcome to Insert Title Here, a podcast where we do things with our mouths. I'm Satohara. I'm doing a thing with my mouth. It's called talking and breathing. I just remembered my goddamn AC is on. Devin, your turn. Hi, I'm Devin Vavio. I also do things with my mouth that are include, but not limited to, voice acting, sometimes singing, complaining about most of the things I can't stand, and cunnilingus. Ooh, I like that last one. Hi, I'm Technical Cake Mix, also known as Adam, and with my mouth, I typically talk about video games and movies and videos. I don't breathe out of it, though, because that's fucking gross, and I'm not a Neanderthal. On the topic of cunnilingus, well, that's quite good. Have you always tried analingus? That's a good one, too. Yeah, so unironically, no kayfabe, like the most truthful thing I've ever spoken on the podcast that has absolutely no fucking like clowning or shit posting behind it whatsoever. Analingus mm. is my favorite thing to perform. I could lick an asshole for oh. all of the rest of my life nonstop and be satisfied for the rest of my life. We didn't even make it 30 seconds into the podcast where I talk about eating ass. That's new record. Yeah. New record. This is, uh, yeah. since it's called Insert Title here, can we just recall it like the eating ass podcast? No, because no, it, it needs to be like, ITH. Yeah. It needs to be ITH. True. Um, Inside uh, insert, that <laughs> insert tongue here! Insert tongue here! Welcome to Insert Tongue Here, the first episode of the All Angolingus podcast, starring Satohara, 
Devin Von no, Vio, I'm not a part and of this one. Technical Cake Mix. Nope. I'm your host, Satahara. Nope. I've eaten 1,439,800 asses. How many have you eaten, Adam? I have eaten one billion asses, and I'd do it mm. again. How many have you eaten, Devin Von Vio? Twitch.tv forward slash Devin Von Vio. As you know, the the uh, the slogan for our podcast is "Live fast, eat ass." Um, but I'm not at liberty to discuss the number of asses I've eaten. Have but you signed a multitude of non-disclosure agreements with I said can, asses? I can say the number of asses I've eaten is over nine thousand. <laughs> okay, real talk. Why is the American Dragon Ball Z soundtrack fucking a slapperino? And why is it controversial to admit that a lot of those tracks are good, even though, like, you know, I can also accept the fact that replacing the original Japanese music probably wasn't a great idea. So, okay, I I, I actually know a lot about this. Uh, So when it comes to the tracks, a lot of people like the original Japanese audio because the intent of the creator to go along with those scenes, it's like, it's there. Um, the Japanese audience has a more like, 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 like the creators are like work together more than they did with the American audiences and the American creators. So it's like the scenes there and the music for those scenes work together. But like with the American soundtrack, it's just like, oh yeah, let's fucking like, like add all these really cool music, all this, all these cool soundtracks, these fight scenes and just make it like really epic sounding and taking away a lot of the nuance that's in the Japanese versions. Like. They don't have like the, um, like the the what's that what's that song when Gohan goes Super Saiyan two for the first time, um, the, yeah I forgot the name of it, but I know Day what of Fate about. the Day of Fate like the they, the Day of Fate is like an extremely good track in like the Japanese version of Dragon Ball it's it's very good it's poignant it shows that Gohan is transitioning from a child into this and in, he's no longer a child like his innocence is gone. Like it's it the second that Android sixteen was murdered right in front of his face, an innocent soul was murdered right in front of him for the umpteenth fucking time, he he couldn't take it anymore. And it's like and he's just and he could have stopped it too. And he knows he could have stopped it. And then when it happened, he's just like he didn't deserve to die. He didn't want to do this. Like this is not fair. And then like that music kicks in and like you see the bird flying and like the, the, the background changes and Gohan just like, just goes all out. And it's just like that scene with the music is absolutely fantastic. And it sticks out in my mind as a great scene. I could not fucking tell you the music in that scene, in the American version. Cause I just don't remember it. It's not as iconic. Uh, I will straight up admit that the music in that scene, in the American version is some of the most obnoxious and knowing shit that it possibly could have been at that point. Um, so I don't want anybody listening to confuse my uh, my love of the American soundtrack with me saying that the Japanese version isn't as good or like one's better than the other. I love them both. I think they're both great. Uh, I understand the argument that the American soundtrack doesn't fit in a lot of areas and lacks the intent, which we'll get to in a sec because uh, I, I like to talk about the whole Falconer drama and shit whenever we talk about this kind of mm-hmm. shit. Uh, but uh, there's just some tracks on there that just like really fucking hit. You know, like one I, I was fucking doing the little diddle for it earlier. The fucking yeah, with Vegeta goes Super Saiyan or the amazing. the final flash. Yeah, the fu- oh, it's so good, dude. Ugh. It's a fantastic Why? scene, and the music works there too. Also, Cell's theme 
the do 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 yeah like that one's that one's fucking perfect for cell when when the falconer's tracks aren't doing that weird stupid shit that it delves into sometimes during those like when it's not doing that shit it's really good but it does delve into that fucking stupid shit way too much yeah yeah no it does the effort so why would you for the effort of uh, like making new music? Wouldn't that be significantly more costly than just licensing the Japanese OST? I think it was. Uh, so um, the uh, the licensing the OST for Funimation at the time actually did cost way more money. Um, but that wasn't the main thing. The main thing was they wanted to be able to sell the soundtrack and be able mm-hmm. to make money off of the soundtrack as well. And Amer- um, and it was more yeah. of a like an Americanization sort of thing too because. I mean, back in back in like what ninety? When when did DBZ hit the American Americas? Uh, like I remember watching it in like the early two thousands when I was a kid. Yeah, like yeah. The so the ocean thing. dub initially was ninety eight ish. Whenever that stuff started hitting yeah. the states, um, it didn't pick off initially until it started rebroadcasting on Toonami. And then um, after a couple of the seasons, that's when the Funimation dub kicked in because uh, Ocean was a unionized group. And when Funimation got the rights to it, they didn't rehire those guys because they were unionized and uh, people like uh, Shemmel and Sabat and stuff weren't unionized at that time. And they were like brand new faces and stuff that were yeah. just hired off for that. And then that was also why another reason why let's redo the soundtrack too. Let's just yeah. remake everything. And and it's not that like the songs in the in the remade soundtrack are bad or anything. Like, yeah, no, it's some absolutely definitely not are. the thing. No. Some of them are some of them are shit. Like like yeah. hands down, some of them are shit. But like they're not terrible, but isn't okay. So correct me if I'm wrong. Did Falconer also do the soundtrack for the Dragon Ball Z uh, Budokai games as well? I don't believe so. Maybe some tracks were like okay, localized know, on there. But... I know that there was a big deal with Budokai one and two because the some of the music in those games was plagiarized. There were there were there were songs in those games that yeah, were plagiarized. That the, I'm pretty sure that was the Japanese dude. Was it the Japanese dude? Wasn't, isn't that one of them that's like stupid rare now because of that? They got recalled or whatever? Yeah, um, a bunch of games like uh, from like Budokai to Ultimate Tenkaichi who were composed by the same dude. I forget his name. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, they were all found to have like numerous instances of plagiarization yeah. and stuff. When we played Ultimate hmm. Tenkaichi that one time, remember there was that um, ARP that was playing in the background? Like, that's just straight up the Zeta Plus uh, fucking preset called Satis ARP that's just played on C3 <laughs> and it's yeah. just left on loop. Yeah, um, no, like, it, I remember like seeing it at like a game store, and I was like, "Why the hell is this Dragon Ball game like a hundred and fifty dollars?" And so like, yeah, I basically got recalled because the dude stole shitloads of music, and like you just can't buy that. Thing yeah, Kenji that. Yamamoto. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I was getting Falconer and Kenji mixed up for some reason, but uh... Falconer has his own can of worms. Uh, Falconer yeah. uh, is the sole credit on the American soundtrack when he is not the sole composer. Uh, a lot of his interns and the people who worked in his music studio composed a lot of that music and mm-hmm. because of the way his contracts worked with them, he was able to strip them of the rights to be credited for that. Which is which super makes the, shitty. It makes the whole, um, the reason Funimation stopped using Falconer's music is because there was a dispute between Funimation and Falconer over who had the rights to distribute the soundtracks and shit. That is nasty legal dispute that eventually they were just like, all right, fuck it. We're done with this shit. And that's when they started using, um, some other composer's track who's eventually i think worked on um the gt english version oh god had the worst fucking soundtrack oh of god so, like, what, what the grand, is, tool, grand tool fuck so what i'm getting is that falconer is a cunt yeah yeah we bit okay, we enough. bit of a cunt 
Yeah. Just a wee bit um, of a cut. He's like a massive cut to me. Yeah. I, I forget all of the people who worked on the music, but some of them had YouTube channels uh, where they talked about it. Some of them still compose music to this day. And then some of them have had actual legal battles with Falconer after coming out about the kind of stuff. There's a lot of like crazy shit that's happened. And that's actually something I'd like to do a deep dive into later on if we ever do like a uh, insert title here, Investigates, Bruce Falconer being a giant fucking cunt. <laughs> no, I, should, I, should, uh, I should re-watch Dragon Ball Z. I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z through since I was like, god, like me, 13. Me and Ali, when we first started dating, um, we started to rewatch some Dragon Ball stuff. Like, we sat through the Dragon Ball movie. I think it was like the, the oh god, was it Path of Power or something like that? The Basically, the movie that recaps like the key points of Dragon Ball. Um, which is pretty solid. It's a pretty solid film. Um, I mean, there's no beating classic, you know, actual Dragon Ball. Um, and then we started watching most of Dragon Ball Z, and I think we got uh, up to the Frieza saga, which in and of itself is so... Gosh. Okay, so I'm still on the page uh, before, before too much, but I'm still on the page for Yamamoto. When you guys are done with that, there's a whole bunch of shit I okay. want to talk about. We'll go over that. Oh, we'll go over that next. This is like the Dragon Ball Z episode. Finally, I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, uh, I love like, Dragon Ball, dude. Oh, dude, so it's fucking same. I think for me, the thing that got me hooked when I was a kid was, I think when I started tuning into it when the Toonami block was on Cartoon Network, it was around the start of the Freezer saga. And like, I watched the whole thing through all the way up until Trunks appearing. You know, I used to, like, at school, it was on it. Like, it was on after Beyblade. To yeah. give you kind of idea of the time frame. God, Beyblade, that was a that that had a banging theme song. I don't know what I mean. Yeah, 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 and she was That's like, yeah, Gucci I was one. like, I thought you were just going to get me just the, and she's like, no, it's, it's Christmas. I was like, oh my fucking God. And I was just like, I would fucking remote control and like move that bay plate around. I was like, this is so fucking cool. It's so cool. I had so much fun that fucking Christmas. Thank you, Grandma. I, I bet you whomped everyone in, in the Bay Battle. Uh, dude, song. everybody fucking lost. They were like, I want the remote control one too. And there's like, we can't get it. It's $35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Remember $35? $35 was a lot as a kid. <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of Beyblades as a kid, but I'm realizing in the mm. UK, they used to retail them for $5.99, which yeah, is they were cheap. Like less than $10. Bucks. Like, yeah. I think I still actually, I think my brother still probably has my Beyblade, like my favorite metal Drassiel. Because it, it was a turtle made out oh. of steel. Like, that's fucking dope. Yeah. I had Dronzer and Dragoon. Those were the, I had the two main ones. Those were the two I had. Those um, were the two I had. Yeah, I I think I kept Dragoon because I like Dragoon more than Dronzer, and JJ used Dronzer, which is yeah. my brother. Yeah, um, fucking um, Dragoon, fucking um, the so I had Dronzer and Dragoon as well as the like the my original the normal tops, mm -hmm. and then whenever yeah. my grandma got me the remote controlled one, fucking she got me the Dragoon remote control. I was like, yeah, Ooh, sick. But anyway, uh, back to Dragon Ball though. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's like a bit... Frieza is a great fucking villain. Oh yeah, Frieza's. 
Okay, Frieza's I love like evil. Okay, so Ooh. the thing I love most about Frieza is that if you if you look at Akira Toriyama's interviews, um, he talked about how he made Frieza to represent a lot of like loan sharks and like those kinds of people um, in the Japanese market at that time. Like they were taking properties and stuff like that, and that's what he based Frieza off of, which I think personally think is really fucking cool um, to make a villain based off of something like that. That's really neat. Um, and then like just the aura that that Frieza like like emanates as a character on the page. Oh, like yeah. you can look at him. You just take one look at Frieza. You know that motherfucker is evil. Like it's just like it, it, you can't not see him and be like, oh yeah, no, that's definitely a bad guy. He will fucking murder you and not think twice about it. It's the smirk. It's the constant smirk, isn't it? Yeah. It, oh. It's it's just everything about him, just the way he just he presents himself. Like I know I know I talk a lot about Dragon Ball Z abridged, but like mm. there is a specific line in Dragon Ball Z abridged where, mm. um, like Frieza, uh, or no, it's Vegeta's talking with Gohan and, and Krillin. He's like, "Do you have any idea what you've just done? When Frieza gets here, he's going to..." And he like he just stutters, like, "Oh no, by all means." Give me some ideas. And I was just like... Oh, that's so perfect for Ezra, isn't it? That's... It's a good fucking line. I'm just like... Even as even in a joke series, like, that's just shows, like, how much... Not only Team Four Star understands Frieza, but, like, also how much of a villain Frieza can be and, like, do, like, a coy line like that and still come off as fucking intimidating. Like... I, fucking Frieza's like one of my favorite dra like villain characters of all time. Like if there was like a list of like villains, like Frieza's at the fucking top. And and I am so glad he's actually alive again in Dragon Ball. Like I don't care how like like the bullshit like they had to do to like come around and like get him to come back to life in Dragon Ball. I don't fucking care. I'm fucking glad he's back. Like I fucking love Frieza. Yeah. I pretty much agree with you all, everything on there. A couple of points you guys made that I wanted to touch on because <clears throat> I had a couple of related stories. Weird theme songs in anime, the one that always fucking sticks out in my head from a kid, was the one on goddamn Disney XD, Shinzo, where it's literally like, Whoa! And the only lyrics are, We're going to Shinzo, besides the whoa part. What the fuck was the anime even about? Um, so I actually remember all of this fucking anime and it's insane. Okay, so it's in a post-apocalyptic earth that's like fucking thousands of years in the future after a sentient race of aliens has come and colonized the planet after humanity has pretty much wiped itself out and fucked itself over and fucked over the planet. And all of these various species have like kind of crossbred with the re re remnants of humanity and they're called like... Uh, hyper Terrans or some shit like that and like this one like one of the last humans alive like wakes up from the stasis and has to find her way to this thing called fucking Shinzo but then the main character dude whose name I forget but he absorbed cards in his nipples and that's how he transformed cards go into these slots that open up on his nipples and then he transforms with those those nipple slots and he, he uses the cards that he absorbs through his nipples to transform and none of that is me making that up that's all actual like go look it up and, but like as they go along they realize they come to find out that the the nipple card guy is actually the reincarnation of these ancient fucking god beings 
that fucking like betrayed them to try to save all of the mortals and shit and as he remembers everything goes on it literally ends with him fucking like actually trying to fucking kill these fucking gods and shit just to fucking defend the people and i'm like wow this fucking tv series that i watched to make fun of with my sister purely because the fucking theme song is one of the most embarrassing things i've ever heard got a little crazy and maybe taught me that killing god's kind of cool that's what shinzo's about that's fucking weird you know, what here's, one for, oh, here's one for you guys. Who, who actually is the best villain of all time? I've got a few all I can time? think of that in my head. Of all time. Of all fucking time. Of all media. Who is the best villain of all time? Ooh. Okay. I've got a couple I can think of the top of my head. Alright. Um, That's a good question. Because uh, there are so many good villains. Oh, yeah. God. Like, their motives have to be, you know, to be a really good villain, their motives have to always be a little bit, you know, right, almost. Like, I'm thinking, like, the one that's going to my mind right now is Anton, you know, the uh, the killer from No Country for Mold Men. Yeah, that's a good villain. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really have much to contribute on this, this topic of conversation, because I cannot pick between any of the villains. A good villain to me is someone who makes me want to really punch the fuck out of them whenever they're up on screen. Yeah. The person I want to punch the fuck out of the most is goddamn Kevin, and he's not on screen. I thought you were going to say Griffith, but yeah, we'll go with Kevin. Is he still yeah. fucking around at 7-Eleven? Yeah, Kevin's a piece of shit. Yeah, man. I hate Kevin. I can't, I can't believe I can't believe he took Devin's job from 7-Eleven. Why do you guys keep doing this to me? He didn't take Devin's job from 7-Eleven. Devin never worked at the 7-Eleven. Devin likes to go to the 7-Eleven to pick up 7-Eleven special fucking baked goods. But Kevin refuses to fucking put any of the baked goods in the fucking display at 7-Eleven. If Kevin won't put the baked goods in the 7-Eleven baked goods store at 7-Eleven, then Devin can't go into 7-Eleven and get Kevin's fucking 7-Eleven baked goods. Damn. Dick. Can we just go back to like just weird things? Yeah, songs? second point uh, that second point that I wanted to get to because I can't think of a villain thing. And if you guys want to keep that conversation up, go ahead in a second, but I still have to get finish this thought. Mm-hmm. You're talking okay. about the first time you saw Dragon Ball and what sucked you into it. I was fucking sick at home with the first fever I ever had going to school <laughs> in kindergarten. Sick as a dog, just like with the flu, laying on the floor with, you know, like my mom's doing stuff around the house and you lay on the floor and there's a TV and you're just like, whatever. And it's the fucking episode where Yajirobe cuts off Vegeta's tail. It's the first episode of any Dragon Ball I've ever watched ever. The only other anime I've seen up to this point is Sailor Moon and she's awesome. I love Sailor Moon. So I'm like, this looks like Sailor Moon. What's this fat guy doing? And he cuts off the giant monkey's tail. And then the guy who I come to find out is Goku, who I immediately latch onto is like, that's me. Fucking does some other shit and I'm like, whatever this is, I like it. And then Tom goes, we'll be back with more Dragon Ball Z in a moment. I was like, this show is called Dragon Ball Z and it will forever remain a part of my life until the day I die. And it has. It really has. So many people I know call it Dragon Ball Z because, of course, you know, proper English calls it Z, not Z. But then everyone hears it pronounced as Dragon Ball Z. So everyone's like, what do we call it? It was so funny. I'd say call it whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can call it whatever the hell you want. No one really gives a shit. Okay. Because but... uh, the Japanese pronounce it Zeto. Mm. That's true. No, actually, that one might be Z. Let me check it. Uh, let me not just put that out there. <laughs> I, I love how the Power Rangers uh, villain, the, the way they fucked over the Western audience, be like, fuck it, we're ending the argument. They called him Lord Zed, but they <laughs> spelt it Z, oh, Z-E-D-D. Yeah, it's Z-E-D-D Dragon Ball Zeto. So it's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. It's more appropriate to call it Z than Z. You're vindicated, well, Adam. Here. On the I'm insert title here vindicated. podcast, Adam was <laughs> got, was was vindicated. Bro, um, you can almost forgive the sins of the British. 
Almost. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Not yet, buddy. Oh my god, I, I made someone laugh at work today because like it was fucking freezing here today. And I get in and they're like, how is it out there? I looked at them dead in the eye and went, it's colder than Margaret Thatcher's soul. And they just burst into laughter. So I, I don't think they realized how British I actually am. Jesus. Um, actually, I didn't really talk about how I got into Dragon Ball. Now I think about it. Um, yeah, go for it. I still got the uh, Yamamoto page open, too. Whenever yeah, we're ready to go back to absolutely. that. So feel free. Absolutely. So um, I got into Dragon Ball um, with my cousins. Uh, they So my cousins had uh, more stuff than I did because they were more well off, I guess, financially than, than my family was. Um so every every now and again, uh, they'd come over and we would watch like whatever cable was on at my grandparents' place, and they told me about Dragon Ball Z, and I'm just like, I don't know what that is. What is that? And we're just like, well, here, let's watch it together. And they turned it on, and the first episode I remember seeing was the episode where Gohan saves uh, Dende from getting killed by um, I think Zarbon Dodoria. Um, and that was that was the first time I've ever watched Dragon Ball, and I really liked watching it. I was like, "Yo, this is really cool," and I really like this. And then uh, we just kept watching it, and watching it. They come over every now and again, and I, I I remember bits and pieces of the Ginyu Force um, being a big deal, but that's not what really sold me on Dragon Ball because I only ever got to watch it occasionally. I never really got to watch it in like succinct, like like episode after episode after episode because you know it was very rare that I get to sit down and just watch it. Because um, again, I didn't have cable. Didn't always go to my grandparents when it was airing. I didn't watch Toonami all the time. So what really got me into Dragon Ball was this right here. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku 2. This was the first Game Boy Advance game um, I had ever played. Um, I had... uh, I, I played it, like, almost religiously. Um, I would take it, uh, you know, and I'd play it at night at my grandparents' place. I'd play it at my house. I'd play it all the time. Um, I genuinely enjoyed just just playing this game, and it's how I have most of my knowledge of the of Trunks. You know, everything that happened in the Frieza saga for for the beginning of the Android saga, all the way up to the ending of the Cell saga. So that's where most of my knowledge comes from. Um, and then in high school. Um, I read all the manga because, you know, I just I went to the library all the time. So I just check out copies of Dragon Ball and I read the entirety of the Dragon Ball manga um, throughout high school. Um, and I think I finished it uh, off at, at, like sometime. I want to say like the end of my of my of my sophomore year because uh, I was just reading off and on. Uh, and, it, and I really enjoyed it, you know, and, and, and getting to experience Dragon Ball through the manga opposed to reading dragon or watching dragon ball i think is a different experience because you 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 get like none of the filler um and all the voices that you hear in it like like are the voices that you come up with instead of what you heard on tv um and it's just and you get to experience it at your own pace as well um and i think that's kind of just my argument for why i think people should try to read the manga for dragon ball um because it's just really good it's it's very it's it's a good manga yeah, so then, dude. Uh, Legado de Goku is a fucking great game. It's good. Anyhow, yeah. before we start going on the topic of manga, because if I talk about my favorite manga, I'll make Xander cry. Xander, talk about the piece of shit composer. So, Kenji Yamamoto, um, he originally fucking started with the Dragon Ball video games, um, but he started working on Dragon Ball Kai, 
So he was actually starting to make some of the anime. And it was at episode 95 that uh, that was up to that that he fucking, like, uh, fucking um, composed for. Here's his note instances of plagiarism. From the anime, Battle Point Unlimited plagiarizes various songs from A Secret Wish by Propaganda. More, more, uh, more mind-bending to me, specifically, is the Giri Giri Sekai Kyokuken. Uh, Kyokugen, I mean to say, is a uh, fucking a <laughs> plagiarism of Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did he get he... Away with it? Did he get away with it because it was Japanese or something? Because Led Zeppelin is huge in Japan. Yeah. So then, yeah. um, uh, Ishin Itai is the fucking war from Avatar, the movie James Cameron's Avatar, composed by James Horner. Yeah. Um, Aratata Deki no Shutsatsu. Redub that me. No. Just redub that so nobody calls you out on it. Fuck you. Is, uh, fuck <laughs> Is, uh, plagiarizing Terminator Salvation's opening theme. Yeah. Um, and then fucking, um, Hiso na Unme, uh, is, uh, plagiarizing Storm from Elizabeth the Golden Age. And then in the video games, Super Budo Ten 2 sells themes plagiarizing One of These Days by Pink Floyd. Uh, move forward furiously from Budokai is uh, uh, straight up just uh, plagiarizing Glory to the World by Stradivarius. A lot of these are about to be Stradivarius. <laughs> uh, Chosen Sha Tachi uh, from Budokai as well is uh, Hunting Ground or Hunting High and Low by Stradivarius. Uh, Senditu no Toki from also Budokai is Iron Man by Black Sabbath. What? Which I, as a kid, I remember thinking. Dragon Ball. I, I remember dragon, thinking, dragon, this sounds dragon, like Iron Man. Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah, uh, fucking. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Michi no Kunai Kara Kita Senshi from Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2 is Infinity by Stradivarius. Aozora o Daki Shimete from uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 is Be Good to Yourself by Journey. <laughs> and this last one Capsule Obtained from Budokai 3. Is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, I knew that one. I, I, that That's so dumb. <laughs> Why? Uh, Did he think he could get away with it? According to the Dragon Ball Wiki, following the revelation of his plagiarism situation, Yamamoto's activity is currently unknown. I'm sure there's more yeah, actual information called, about what he's doing, but... It's yeah. called he's hiding in a bunker because American lawyers are the fucking scum of the earth that will hunt you down until your dying day. Sora's out. Yeah, I got him. already downloaded him. The entire time I was talking about it, fucking podcast. The entire time I was talking about it, I was like, "Yeah." In the middle <laughs> of a was... fucking podcast. Hey, the viewers at home podcast. need to know that we were waiting for Sora. This whole fucking. All right, cool. Downloading. The viewers at home need to know that we've been waiting for our boy, and that yeah, yeah, I'm on we've it, been I'm waiting on for it, him. That's the that's it. We're just waiting for him. We're not gonna play him until we're done. Don't worry. Oh, we're However, not. Okay. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> I just I'm downloading the game. I just downloaded and closed the game. Okay. Well, because yeah. But yeah, so Kenji Yamamoto's whole situation, man. That's fucking insane. Who? Why the fuck would you plagiarize September by Earth, Wind, and Fire? Of all the fucking things to plagiarize, too. I mean, that's fucking funny. I'm sorry. I love I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. I love I love September, specifically. Like, I literally, during the month of September one time, my uh, ringtone was September. Um, so, I love, I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. I fucking love Boogie Wonderland, too. In uh, groove tonight, you know. My favorite thing about this plagiarism situation, though, is I'm on the fucking Dragon Ball wiki, and because he plagiarized September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, there is an article on the Dragon Ball wiki about September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. 
Dragon Ball and Earth, Wind, and Fire are now re- canonly related. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks, Yamamoto. Huh, Jesus I fucking Christ. I just can't wrap my head around, like, how fucking... How he got away with it for that long? Because it sounds like it was over the course of many, many, many years. It was. I mean, when you think about it, when did when did Dragon Ball Budokai drop? Let me see, huh? Dragon Ball. That was PS2, right? Budokai? Budokai. That was PS2. Yeah. Uh, they started replacing his songs in video games, starting with the HD collection for Budokai. Yeah. Makes sense. 2002. He did it from 2002 all the way up to I guess that that was like what did the HD? No, he did it even out? before that. He did it for Super Budokai too. It contains oh, plagiarized songs back in 1993. So he's been doing it for like a lot. He was doing it for a long time, over twenty years. It sounds like then. Yeah, longer than and, I've been doing it. <laughs> didn't get what was that? Until uh, for any lawyers in the future, that was a joke. This is a Please performance no podcast where I play a character known as Alexander Mogus, and he's not liable <laughs> for anything Satahara does in the future. Please, please, no uh, suit. Please, God. no bully. Uh, no but problem. holy shit, I had no clue that he'd been doing it that long. I never, I played Super Butoden, but I never. That's so weird. Did I that's flip it around thing. and say Budoten? Yeah, it's Butoden. Bukaki? I hate it's my okay. mouth today. Can we talk about I, how my mouth is fucked up almost every sentence I've said today? Just for a split second. Can we just acknowledge that? It's probably because of all the ass eating you've done. Yeah. Right. Uh, they ain't, <laughs> they ain't a Langus podcast. Uh, insert tongue here. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I, speaking of Dragon Ball games, cause I, I God, I, I got started on that, didn't I? With fucking Legacy of Goku. Um, Legado man, de Goku. I loved Legacy of Goku one because I, I, I remember, okay. So, so if, for anyone who's ever played Legacy of Goku, I, I'm not sure if, if anybody listening has ever actually played it or not. The first one, um, the boss fight with Frieza is incredibly difficult. Um, even though you get to go Super Saiyan in that fight and you wail on for a little bit, you have to run around and and charge up Super Saiyan. Um, the th- and another thing with that, uh, the game in general is difficult. Like I I cannot tell you how many times I lost to Raditz the first time I played it. Like he bodied me so many times as a kid. That is until you learn about this wonderful website called Game Facts or Game FAQs, however the fuck you want to say it. I always say facts, but everybody now says FAQs, and I'm convinced it's a hipster psyop in order just to convince me that I was stupid for saying facts, even though everybody else I knew growing up said facts. Yeah, I was talking about I mean, facts. I mean, I mean it, has a, it has another nickname, which is incredibly derogatory, but uh, we'll move on from that. Yeah, that's yeah, not. We don't mean the first version of that word either. Yeah, yeah anyways. No, we don't mean that. I had all that reason. Anyway, like, ooh. Anyways, I, uh, I went to that site, and I learned that there is a small little glitch you can perform while playing the game, where if you enter a flying state, before mm-hmm. getting hit with a energy blast, you yes. are invulnerable and you cannot be harmed oh. until you change until a screen transition happens. And the entire fight with Frieza happens in one screen. So that means you can do the glitch, fly, get hit by the energy blast, and then be invincible for the entire fight and never take any damage. And that's how Speaking- I beat Legacy of Goku 1. <laughs> so I beat Legacy of Goku 1 by doing up, down, left, right, BA. That does something? It's the infin- invincibility cheat code. There's an invincibility uh, cheat? It's literally up, down, left, right, BA. I glitched it. I didn't do the cheat, the invincibility cheat. I just glitched it. That, and you're telling me I could have done this the whole time? 
Yeah. I'm so dumb. Little oh did I know God. that was a reference to the Konami code because I wasn't familiar with the Konami code yet. Which and that one's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, plus, B, A, start, something, right? yeah. B, A, start. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, select. Yeah. yeah. Select, start, and this one was yeah. just up, down, left, right, B, A. Yeah, that's that's fucking intro games. Spe- speaking of um fucking game FAQs, by the way, and also IGN. Now I'm a person who plays a lot of old video games, and I'm going somewhere. This trust me, Xander. I, I like I play a lot of old video games, and a lot of those old video games are still a pretty fucking jank. Let's be real. I I typically rely on guides that have been written like in like the late nineties or two thousands for a lot of them. Fucking IGN, can you please stop fucking deleting pages off your wiki without telling anybody and removing video game guides from like two thousand two, two thousand three era? Because one, you're destroying preservation, and two, it's really fucking annoying when you're trying to play through a goddamn game where the guide poofs on you. Yeah, so like, replay that game, please. Wait, what? Like I've been archiving it on the uh, on like archive.is and shit, so I have a fucking reference it when I find one. But like Game FAQs is the same fucking thing too. I was like playing through um the fuck was I playing through recently? I was playing through something recently. I think I was playing through um You know, actually it happened to be I was playing Resident Evil Gaiden for the show. But the guide I was using just fucking vanished on me one day, and I'm like, I'm so fucking glad I archived it, because it's just gone now. I still love that that the guy uh who wrote that guide was just like it's do obvious so. you do this or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, he was a real dick in that. But to be fair, his review was the, his fucking yeah. his guide was the most complete. No, I was it was something on Dreamcast I was playing. I think it was um I think it was a Japanese game. Remember, it might have even been like Lost Golem, which is even more fucking annoying because that game is so fucking rare. Like, stop deleting old websites. Preserve your fucking shit. God damn. Yeah. Fuck. Um... Sorry, but uh, sorry, I, I keep wanting to talk about Dragon Ball because we've been talking about it. And I just I love Dragon Ball so fucking much. I want to talk about video games now. Um, fucking, I I remember though I collected so many Dragon Ball video games. Um, but my favorite of all time is still Budokai Tenkaichi Three. Um, I played the shit out of that game. And when I say the shit out of the game, I mean like, bro, I logged so many hours in that game that if I could genuinely keep track of hours in the video game. It would probably eclipse the number of hours Xander has on Fantasy Star Online right now. Me, you... the bros, all of my friends growing up, we would get fucking super stoned. Even in the PS3 era and all that shit when we were in HD gaming and all that, we would still sit down in our adulthood and shit up until I left Oklahoma and play goddamn Budokai Tenkaichi 3. It's so good, dude. It's it's I, I genuinely... It's, games. You couldn't get into them? They're so jank. They're so jank. But People that's what makes them fun. Like, yeah, okay, bro, the thing is... Like, the controls okay. don't even make sense. Here's the thing. The Here's the thing. You don't try to take the game seriously as a fighting game. You cannot. It's it, You that's just don't. Problem. What you want to do with that game is just do dumb shit and like do anime fights that you would want to see. Like... Me and my brother, like, we would just, like, get, like, like I would do, like, Super Saiyan, like, Gogeta, and he'd do Vegito, and we'd just, like, fucking see which fusion was the strongest and just beat the shit out of each other. Like, it was so fun. Um, like, and the, my, it, it, go ahead. My problem is just that with fighting games, I grew up playing things like Bloody Roar, Primal Fury on GameCube, and uh, Street Fighter 2, so, like, I'm programmed to take him seriously from the get-go. Like, Devin's tried playing Street Fighter 4 with me. I can't switch off. It's an actual problem. I mean, it's. I mean, to be fair, uh, that night that we were playing, I was also like inebriated as well. Yeah. So like, I was yeah, and I was and playing Zan- and yeah. I was also playing Zangief, a character that I genuinely never put any time into until extremely recently. And the character I was playing Z- the game I was playing Zangief in was like Street Fighter Two Turbo HD Edition or Hyper, whatever the fuck it is for the Switch. Like, 
I have no practice with Zangief in Street Fighter 4. So I was giving you some geef with the grief. Wait, I did that backwards. Some grief with the geef. <laughs> and in 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 Street Fighter 4, despite not having any practice. Like I have, I will say yeah. this much. I have some inane talent with fighting games. I just have to sit down, practice a little bit, and keep my frustration under control. I could be really good at fighting games. Like like I'm, I'm me and Xander are about to go back and forth and smash in a little bit. Like after the podcast is over, we'll be streaming, playing Smash together, practicing Sora. You're gonna see some shit. Like like I'm gonna learn shit like naturally. Like I've already in the five seconds I was playing Sora, like like before we said we were gonna play it after the podcast, like I already learned how to do some things with Sora that I already really like. So you know, after I get after I get paid again, fuck, I'm just gonna buy both the fucking season passes for Smash and Guys, just pick Ryu back up and shit. Do it. I have a yeah. confession to make. What's your confession? Uh, what's your confession? I know I constantly constantly over-attribute David Draymond as the reason I got into music. And to be fair to David Draymond, if it wasn't for Disturbed hitting my stupid child brain when I was listening to Dragon Ball Z music and shit, like, you know, the game. it wouldn't happen. Dragon Ball is, you know, the reason I got into music ostensibly because it introduced me to David. But no, really, on top of that, there was two other things that got me into music. One was the theme song to Batman Beyond, and it's still a slap on Especially yes. when it breaks down to that part. Uh, that one would be stuck in my head. And the theme song, as written by David or Bruce Faulkner for Dragon Ball Z, that would constantly be stuck in my head to the point where when my parents bought me a mini acoustic guitar as a kid, the first thing I did was by ear learn how to play Well, Bernie, well. That's actually the theme that they yeah. have for Legacy of Goku too. The Bruce Falconer fucking theme yeah. song. The first fucking thing I ever learned on guitar. And if it wasn't for Funimation and Gen Fukunaga's weird fucking like desire to sell a soundtrack, we might not be here. That's true. Thank you. Yeah. Dragon Ball. Be here because... Thank you, every person involved. Even if you did plagiarize a bunch of shit. But to maybe Think be so. here instead because of uh, Dawn of the Dead stream. <laughs> I got to give a straight face on that one. Jesus. Oh God. <sighs> maybe. Man, I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I feel like this whole podcast we've just been gushing about Dragon Ball. <laughs> Oh, well, I know we'll call it. We'll call it the sins yeah. of whatever the bloke who plagiarized that shit was. The sins of the Falconer. The sins of Yamamoto. Yeah. That too. Yeah, Yamamoto's the one that plagiarized a bunch of stuff. Uh, Falconer, um, so legally, nothing has been proven, as far as I know in a court of law, that uh, Falconer like, plagiarized or stole the credit. But like... So that's why I keep saying allegedly. But like, you know... That's it. We had to do an Ian Heslop here, and of course, mm. my hero, Ian Heslop, uh, will always say allegedly before yeah. anything even though it's allegedly. you know come on yeah come on allegedly allegedly you know david prager didn't go out and intentionally catch covid allegedly you know yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite allegedly 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 it's okay to wish death on someone allegedly allegedly, allegedly two guys fucked different. an ostrich in Letterkenny. allegedly huh weird that train sounds different yeah. why does the train sound different Sounds like it's stopping outside my house. That's oh, why is it different? stopping outside your house? Why is the train uh, stopping outside your house? Weird. Okay, there's a commotion outside. One sec. 
Oh, hello? Oh. Motherfucker. Oh, shit! Guys, it's John! What the fuck shit, is John run! doing there? Xander? I'm coming for you, motherfuckers. No, 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 oh, no. 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 Why did you two have to start? Oh, I had nothing to do with this, and you two get two fucking different. Don't look, dude. Do not look I at me. I am looking at nothing. you and your goddamn cereal sponsorship. Look, the guy wanted to sponsor us. I can't help it. Wait, oh god, is John O dead? Oh god, yes! I gotta make a phone call. Of course he's fucking. Look at the look at this crazy bastard. He probably makes marinara sauce out of blood. I mean, for God's sake. Hey, this is Jono. This is the voicemail. Leave the voice in the mail after beeping. Bye. Yeah, John didn't answer. Jono didn't answer his phone. He always answers his phone. There is a commotion outside Devin's house. Oh, no. Oh, no. There no, is a burst through no. his door. No, God, God, go away, go away, go away, go away. I'm go. here, motherfucker. Okay, ah, get okay. in the bag. I, get in the bag. I don't bag. know how you got to get in the bag. I don't want to get in the bag. I don't. No, no, get, no. Get in the bag. God. I was watching this happen on Discord live. Man, is this a snuff film? Am I watching a snuff film? Am I watching a snuff film in real time? I feel like I'm watching a snuff film. Well, I suppose I'm next. There's a, there's a knock outside Adam's door. It's very spooky and frightening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just come in and get it over with. Fucking well, amateur. Well, that about it, just get in the bag then. Sure, fine. Can, can we at least stop someone for coffee? Because it's the only way I'm putting up with this. Okay, fine. Where do you want to stop? Um, I don't fucking care. Look, where's the best cup of black coffee around here? Uh, well, if you want a real... Devin, shut up! Ignore him. I didn't... I knocked out the fucking Mogus one because he wouldn't shut the fuck up, but I left him awake so I could scare him. Fucking... Yeah. If you want a real black one, you're gonna start. Devin, I swear to God, I'll knock him out, I'll knock him out again for him. If you're gonna... Fucking... If you want a real black one, you're Starbucks. They burn their beans. Fuck that shit. Can I sit up front with you and go to Dunkin' or something? I'll, my tree, I'll get you a coffee and I'll get you a donut too. Alright, sounds good. Devon, I swear to God, I'm trying to negotiate here. Fucking, fucking hell. Meanwhile, the Dunkin' Donuts. All right, all right, all right, everybody, shut the fuck up. I have my vaccination card. I can get you can get some free donuts because I'm vaccinated. We all have our vaccination card. Shut the fuck up. Pass them, pass them the front seat. I think. Jesus. I know. I think mine are back home. Did you take Devin? Do you want wife? coffee? Do you want coffee or not? Uh. I'll take Look at the donut. Donut. Give us a second. Give us a second. We're we're give us a second. We're we're deciding. Yeah. I get an iced like mocha latte or something. I guess. Okay. Ice? Great. Ice mocha latte. Xander, are you Small, alive? Small, medium, or large? Not medium. Medium? You don't want large? It's only like twenty-five no, cents I, more. I, I think a large is just gonna keep me awake this whole time, and I don't need that. I don't need that. I mean, you, you're gonna wait to drink it until we get. You're not gonna drink it when you're in the bag. You don't have a mouth hole. Why didn't you put a mouth hole in the bag? Because you're Why in the bag. The, the only reason this motherfucker's hole. up front with me is because he's cooperating. You didn't cooperate. You fought me, bitch. You scared me. What was I supposed to do? Get in the Look, bag. We're, we're holding up the line. Okay, Give him a medium. Xander, uh, the fuck do you want? Sir, uh, could you please, uh, could you please, uh, could you please switch order? Give us one more second. Hang on, we're almost done. Xander, what the fuck do you want? Oh, uh, he's still best the fuck out. Oh, no, I know, I know. Okay, can we get a medium? The fuck did you want? Make a... Can we get a medium girl's drink for him? Um, oh, a large black coffee for me. And um, what do you want, John? Uh, I want a hot chocolate because I can't have caffeine. And a hot chocolate for John. And can we get a half dozen jelly-filled, um, jelly-filled, whatever one? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Sure, can we get one of those silver custard for the bitch in the back? We're out of custard. Your fucking arms. We're out of custard donuts. Okay, oh, fine. okay. Um, fine, uh, fine, we, that's fine. We, um, we have it, a... we have vanilla we have vanilla icing filled donuts. Do you have a Boston cream pie? No, we don't have Boston cream pie. We we only have we only have anal cream pie. Ah, I'm not into that right now. Tell you what, let's just go for the vanilla. It's the same fucking thing. All right, so one vanilla filled donut and uh, eleven uh, jelly filled donuts, one uh, medium sized ghost drink, one black coffee, and one uh, large hot chocolate. That'll come out to sixty nine dollars. Make sure, sure the jelly filled donuts aren't actually rice balls. <sighs> uh, sir, we don't sell rice balls here. We sell donuts and it's we sell coffee. That's great, that's great. Next window, next window, thank you. Thank you. Next window. Fast forward to the warehouse. Alright, alright, here's your here's your girl's drink. It's not a girl's drink. I just wanted iced coffee. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's black coffee because he cooperated. Thank you. Oh no, here's your donuts, guys. Enjoy. Meanwhile, Alexander Mogus is still asleep in his chair. Do we wake him up? No, let me throw a donut at him. I feel like I accidentally hit him in the temple. You guys want to? You might want to check if he's alive. I wasn't trying to kill him yet. He's gonna die. Hang on, hang not on. Yet, you know. Hang on, hang on. Wait, what do you hang mean on, he's on. gonna die? Well, Devin, 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 cooperate, cooperate. Yes, out of here alive. Hang on, let me check him. He's alive. He's just stoned. Alexander Mogus begins to convulse as if having a seizure. Can someone give me his bong? And put something in his mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. I put his bong in this bag. Here you go. Oh, it's already loaded and full of weed. How do you turn it on? Is it four clicks or five clicks? I think it's I think it's four. Just 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 know. make it just make the Mecha Godzilla four screen. Four clicks didn't work. Is it five? I guess it's just five. make it's the Mecha Godzilla screen. Okay, it's on. But do I? How do I make it do the thing? It just flashes. Just put it in his hand. His body will react to deporting that. Okay, fine. Make his hand firmly grasp it. All right. Open his hand for me. Here. Okay. Just just just. He's grabbing his own dick. Oh shit, Firmly he grabbed aggressive. himself. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, I told you. It's warming up. Anyway, how are you guys doing? How's the donuts? Oh, uh, you know, they're pretty uh, good, uh, just aside good. from the fact that. Why did you kidnap us? Uh, because you hired some fucking serial bitch to fucking. And Alexander Mogus hey, wakes he... up with the bong is ready. He hired the serial bitch for the record. I, I did not him. hire anyone. I John O came to me we, and he no, said. Okay, okay, did we pay him? Yes. But that's, that's because the we don't understand. Of hiring someone. But that's because we don't understand how these fucking stupid sponsorships work. Okay, I was all backwards because of John and wait, the pizza, and it's just hassles. now I'm all confused fucking about this. And it's just like it's wait, very confusing Zan, time, Zan, Zan, Zan and I just don't like it. What's Zan going on? We've been kidnapped well, by John. Oh, hi, John. Hey, how's it going? He's also, oh, you know, he's also killed Jono. What? He also killed Jono, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, that motherfucker. I ate his fucking spleen, dude. Yeah, Jono didn't answer his phone. Did you know? Anyway, those donuts. Did you know that I listened to your episode where you talked about the one where Jet Li would go into different universes and kill other versions of Jet Li in order to get more powerful? Well, see, yeah. Devin, you convinced me. If my podcast, insert title whatever, could betray me, and get a different John. Maybe that John was a part of me. And maybe I could absorb that John. And so I yeah. ate him, Devin. I ate and your friend, the... Jono. And how'd that turn out for you? Well, I was able to put you in the bag, wasn't I? 
I mean, you kind of like broke into my house and then like forcefully put me into the bag and I have no prior notice of what your previous strength was. So I don't know if you became stronger or you've just already weirdly strong and put people in bag. Okay. Let me ask you something, boy. See, there's a question that's been on my mind for a very long time since I've been watching your show. Ever since I started sponsoring you, Devin, I started to pay more attention to what you boys would talk about. I'm Things sorry. like The Matrix, maybe uh, alleged voice actors being weird. Things such as the Spinovorus and the Dank Dimension. Mm -hmm. But one mm -hmm. thing that never made sense to me, Devin, one question I have for you above all other people, Devin, and if you answer this truthfully for me, I will let all of you, your friends, your loved ones, everyone here go. Devin, mm -hmm. what is your persona? I fucking swear to God, if this has all just been some sort of massive fucking prank to get me to, to say I have a fursona, Devin, it's not funny. Devin, as your best what? friend, Alexander Mogus, Spock is speaking to you right now in duress. I promise you, I did not set this up. I did not Bullshit. coerce John to come Bullshit. and kidnap us. I did not set Bullshit. this up as a way to make you confess your fursona, Devin. As far Bullshit. as I know, he is being truthful and telling you Bullshit. the God-honest truth that he will release us if you tell him. Bullshit. And Devin, I don't give a fuck if you have to make up a fursona. I don't give a fuck if there doesn't exist a single goddamn fucking furry in your fucking body. I need you to fucking look at John in the eye and fucking answer him as honestly as you can because I have not had sex in my entire goddamn life and I can't die here. I cannot die here, Devin. You know how much ass I've actually eaten, Devin? I've eaten zero ass. I've had zero ass in my fake. ass, Devin. You this is not the Instant Tongue Here podcast, Devin. I'm Alexander fake. Mogus. I don't know what I I'm doing. I knew you were lying. You have to I knew answer you were lying about the question. Yes. I you have fucking to answer the question. Eating. You have to answer the question, Devin, if you want to get out. What is your... Persona. I don't have a persona. I don't know what to tell you, John. Wrong answer, Devin. John smacks Devin across the fucking face as hard as possible. What? Okay, okay. Is your persona. Okay. Okay. Stop. Let's just, for a moment, let's Devin, just breathe in. Are you going Devin, to answer the question? Devin, just answer the fucking man so we can go home. John licks his teeth. Not his lips, which would be weird in itself, but his teeth. He runs his fucking weird, long, weirdly symmetrical and kind of attractive but freakishly large tongue slowly across the top of his teeth, then slowly across the bottom of his teeth, showing off that every single tooth in his mouth is a fucking canine tooth. What's your fursona, Devin? Gene Simmons. My fursona is uh, the giant apes from Dragon Ball. Wrong Where? answer. Smacks no, Devin again. No, that's my fursona. Ow! What? What's your fucking fursona, Devin? <sighs> Fuck you! Smacks Devin again. What's your fursona, <laughs> Devin? Devin, you're bleeding. Just answer. Tell him something truthful. What animal do you identify with? Adam, help me convince him. Oh, okay. You want to know what animal I identify with, John? You really want to know? The sound of... What can only be described as the Sonic Underground theme song can be heard in the distance. Uh, Devin's eyes squint. the fucking squint. Sonic Underground theme song? He realizes the reckoning that's about to happen. Oh, no. He oh, stares John no. in the face, defiant, knowing that John has no dominion here. 
What's your persona? Last chance, You want to know what my persona buddy. is, John? Yes! Yes, I want to know what your persona is for years. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Devin. You know how many years it's been? I've been listening to your fucking podcast as I suffer the indignities of being Pizza? the owner of John's, of Ingredients, Pizza, and Revenge John's. Do you know how many years I've been doing this trapped in the purgatory that is? Why is there a train? Oh, David Draymond burst through the ceilings, dressed up oh, as Sonic the Hedgehog, drop kicking <laughs> John to the ground. I heard you kidnapped my favorite person ever, Alexander Mogus, who saved me from one Gregory Jones who stabbed me in an alley in Seattle as I bled out and saved me. I will not let you do that, John. Goddamn. David really does exist. I told you guys David Draymond existed. I told you he existed. We you knew, didn't believe me. We knew he existed. We knew he was real. I just didn't believe he had a penis made of gold. And I didn't believe he cosplayed Sonic the Hedgehog, but we're all learning new things today, aren't we? First off, this is Chronic the Hedgehog. My original character. Do not steal it. Secondly, my penis is not made <sighs> of gold. It's made of platinum, but close. How dare you kidnap my friends and host of my favorite podcast, insert title here, the only podcast that has ever existed in the entirety of the internet, the fucking corporeal universe, or in Disturbed's brain catalog of ideas and palaces that you can explore with your feet. How dare you assault my best friends? Okay, I don't even know what the fuck David's going on best about this point. He may be on PCP. Yeah, what, what if he's on PCP, I disavow this. I don't endorse PCP. On. I'm not on PCP, Satohara. Trust me. Trust me, my son. Why are you talking like that, David? You don't even sound right. Just fuck mothering, trust me. He reaches out and starts choking John. I'll, I will not I gotta watch a guy be die fucking killed eh, like goddamn David Michael Dick Cheney has given me his blessing. Wait, John's corporeal form splits. A fucking weird goddamn ant thingy, but also an alien, but also a demon, forms out of his body. I know what I must do. Music starts once again. It's Satohara's piano oh, version of Sonic Underground. David Draymond starts spin jumping and spin dashing around in frantic disbelief. Satohara's confused, but happy that he doesn't have to face the ant, notating that ants are kind of fucking weird. Devin looks in despair and says, <laughs> You know, at this point, I kind of wish John just fucking killed me. Adam then says, You know, I, I don't normally, like, engage in, like, drugs, but, um, have you got any weed? No. Yes, actually, John made sure to bring up all my weed for some reason. Let me load the booth for you, my friend. That's nice of him. Okay, great, I need it. That's the only way I'm getting through this. Jesus David Draymond launches a homing attack right at John's weak point. Dealing critical damage. No! You have hit the forbidden zone! If you hit that two more times, I will then enter a stagger state, which will trigger a quick time event! You just told me your weakness. David Draymond strikes! David Draymond strikes! Tell me, brothers, that I can do it! With your belief, I can save you from the dawn! I guess I believe in you, David, says Satohara. Um, go, go, gadget. Punch it in the FMP. Says Adam. Just get me the fuck out of here already. Says Devin. With their belief, David Draymond summons all of his courage, his strength, and oh, ah, 
and fucking hits him in his goddamn weak point. The quick time event begins. The X button's pressed. The circle button's pressed. The triangle button's pressed. The start button's accidentally pressed, pausing the game. Would you like to continue? Um, no. I want to go home. No, we have to continue to get home. Maybe. For fuck's sake. Oh the start God. button's look, pressed look, to continue look, look, the almost game. Done. Okay. David Raymond finishes the job. No, I have been defeated. John begins to fucking implode. His weird center of his body literally concaving in on itself, doing a lot of blood and guts and weird shit all over the place. David Raymond's covered in it, but he doesn't care. He starts dancing. He begins chanting the spell with which will dispel John's corporeal weird ant form and return him to which a mortal form he can strike in the final blow. Finally, John's return to human form. David Draymond takes out the sword of Sonic, which is actually a repurposed prop from the the Julio White show where he's Urkel and it's a, a cane and it's not a sword and has Julio White face on it, but we're not going to acknowledge that. And he stabs it through John's heart, dealing the final blow. All I wanted was a sponsor of podcast and figure out what Devil's persona was. Oh fuck you! It's a bear. It doesn't exist. Look at the man. Yeah, I think it's a bear, John. Oh, fuck this! Devin gets up. Yeah, call him Paddington. Noticing that, for whatever reason, he's not only not tied to the chair like he thought, but his car is also right there, and his keys are in his pocket. Convenient. You know what? Fuck this. I'm going home. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go, before we go, before we go, before we go, before we go. Before we go. What? Are you Did he say something about Dick Cheney? I don't Shut fucking up, care dog. about Dick Cheney. I don't fucking okay. care about David Draymond cosplaying Sock the fucking Hedgehog. And I don't fucking care about the fact he just came in and saved their asses and for some reason my fucking car is here. All I know is that I'm leaving. I don't give a shit if you two come with me or not. I'm gone. Yeah, hang on. I, I'm I done. I need a ride. I'm too high no, to drive. Fuck I'm you. catching a ride. Fuck you. I'll buy you McDonald's. I'll buy you McDonald's. No, 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 no. I don't like McDonald's. You're going to leave your Burger King. You're going to leave your co-host here just to rot? Yes, David Draymond can take you. Dude, home. I'm disabled. I'm done. I'm disabled. I, I can't drive. I don't care. Devin. I don't, David. Devin. David. Can I don't take even know where we are. David can take you. Devin. David can take you. Devin. 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 David Draymond only owes me I will, one favor. I will, I will buy you KFC. What the fuck is it? I will buy you Taco Bell. Devin drives away, having said "fuck you" oh, and it. leaving his co-host Adam and Alexander Mogus behind. Well, I'm too fucking high. David Draymond comes up to them. Oh, hey. Well, since you guys are still here. And, you know, you've got nothing better to do. Would you like to hear Disturb's upcoming cover of Sonic Underground? Adam and Alexander kind of look at each other, but then kind of figure, oh, we're stuck here. Why not? Any objections, Adam? Only if I get to drop Jono's head like that fucking robot baby, I get to recreate that scene. Deal. David Draymond pulls the fucking weird fucking candy cane fucking thingy from fucking the thingy, and fucking John finally fades from existence. His head detaching from his body properly for fucking Adam to drop whatever he wants. David Draymond sets up a microphone, pulls up the sleeves on his Sonic costume, and puts up the hood featuring all the quills. 
Music begins. Oh, ow! Oh. Drift is born. Ha, ha, the throne awaits. Ah, ah, I see it wounds. Ah, another deadly fate. Ah, ah, give up your children. Ah, separate. Ah, magic time. Lying with. <laughs> they made of The mother will be found. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, this has been after title here. The end of the first let's the arc. We should start a podcast arc. Tune in next week for the different arc. Bye. Uh, for the for the legal reasons, um, if you are a lawyer, Dick Cheney will shoot you in the fucking face. Peace. A cold night descends upon the forest with which the demon doth call his own home. As the winter cold envelops everything around it, killing all life within that forest save one, there exists a single cabin with a single occupant inside one. Richard Cheney. Well... I guess it's begun, huh? Jesus fucking Christ. I forgot my phone.